Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How old is Tommy? He's, uh, he's, at least, he's at least five years younger than me. He also is a punter on a Super Bowl championship team. Um, this first one. <laughs> he's, 27. he's twenty-seven. He's twenty-seven. Uh, look, about five years I, I haven't. I intentionally have not heard no, what I he told you. Heard, I purposely. Yeah. I, I saw the teaser cut. Uh, we we all had a chance to talk to players last night. Tommy was one of them. Willie Gay, Charles Amenehu, you name it. Uh, and we'll bring some of that to you. I'm curious to hear his answer. What advice he has for me when it comes to dating in Kansas City? You should also. I don't know if you asked him. You should also have asked him about, all right, you're in Vegas for a week. What's the best? Should he, should my co-host hop on the dating apps or not? Oh. I, I think no matter what, we should get you on the dating apps. Well, we can wait till his response. <laughs> we, we can. I did like Mahomes last night, by the way. Did you hear him? He said, I told them all, Vegas is fun, but let's win, and I'll pay for you all to come back. And we'll have he a definitely time. can. He's got $550 yeah. million. Dollars. Listen to him, dude. He's going to fry you guys up private. He definitely win the can. game, he's going to take care of you. Last night was, was cool, though, because it's become this huge spectacle, right? And, and the NFL loves it. Opening night kickoff, they turned it into this massive event that the public can show up uh, to. And, and, yeah, you get a chance to go around and talk to the players in a different way than you really do at any point all season. You know, there's a couple guys sure. that are the star players, if you will, are at the – the podium, and then the other, what, 45 players or something like that are just walking around, and every media member that's there, hundreds of them are just going up uh, to different players, and that's why you saw some of the videos that we that we put out. Then there was a moment where they have both, you know, both teams up on stage together, and there's some fun there. Listen to Patrick Mahomes uh, as, as he was talking, and you can hear how loud the crowd was booing him. Here was his response. We're playing a great 49ers team, but we're going to go out there and play our best football and see what happens. I appreciate it, Niners Nation. We're here. Oh, Niners, Niners fans, he's calling you out. Embrace the hate. Embrace the villain role. Mahomes did that. You'll hear from Kelsey in a second. He did that as well. And I know it's Monday, and I know the opening night is way easier to get into than the Super Bowl. So I don't want to say for sure that's just going to be dominant on Sunday night uh, at the Super Bowl with Niners fans. But last night, there was way more Niners fans. Plus, I think there's probably some Raiders fans that were booing the Chiefs just because they live in Vegas, right? And they're like, let me go to this event, and they're certainly not going to cheer for the Chiefs. So I think it was a mix of, look, there are more Niners fans here right now for in sure. Vegas. I think it's been pretty evident from what we've seen, not only last night, but if you just check out the city. Come Sunday, probably evens out a little bit, but I'm guessing the Niners will have an edge, and we expected that when we came here. But there were some Raiders fans last night. You know that we're, we're trying to boo yeah, the just so that, But that was loud boos, man. Oh, it was. There were two things that really stood out about last night. One, that, their acceptance of the villain role, which I want to talk about here more in just a second. The other one is that, did the 49ers get any media training? Like Brock Purdy being like, are you prepared to disappoint Taylor? 
I am. Or what, what is he, hold on. What is he supposed to say? I don't know. He spoke, they had no tact. Traverius Ward said, what's it like to be on the Niners? It's better. Okay, cool one-liners, guys. You really scored. The villain stuff is great. And yeah. the Chiefs should absolutely accept that role. That quote from last night from Patrick Mahomes, quote, I can be that villain for them if they need me to be. In response to, I'm still going to do it with a smile on my face. Do you know how much more it hurts for a guy to be enjoying being a villain? Like, it makes you even more mad at them. You're like, you should be angry or mean, or you should be noticeably a villain. Some villains are obvious that way. They, like, fill in that role. Darth Vader is an obvious villain. When they're, like, friendly and jovial and do a little shimmy step to murder you, it's way (laughs) worse. They have to kind of embrace it, though. I think what Patrick Mahomes realized last night, and we can talk about Kelsey, too, when they get booed like that, they have to accept that if you do this, not winning, when you do this amount of winning, no one's going to like you. Yeah, this, this happens in sports all the time. This is not unique to Kansas City. I think it's, it's different for those of us that are from KC because never did you think that your team you grew up rooting for uh, would be the team that everybody is starting to hate. Like, you, just, you just didn't think you would be the face. Your franchise, your quarterback would be the face of the league and therefore hated the same way the Patriots were hated, the same way the Warriors are hated at, or yeah. were hated, I should say. In, in the NBA, this is what happens when you win a lot. It was funny, though. Chris Jones yesterday, just if you, he was at one of the podiums, and he was asked about that. And he's like, it's not even like we've won. He's like, we've only won, like, like two. He's like, it's not even like we've that's won a, a ton. Super Bowl right? But I love that mentality. If that's how they're taking Like, we haven't really won that much yet. We've only won two of these things. Now just they're, wait. They're, they're trying to get to their third, or win their third, I'm sorry, uh, on Sunday, and it'll only increase. You know, because Mahomes overall, I still think, if you're talking about famous athletes in sports, I – to me, he still is extremely likable. Not even just because we're in. I mean, just what? Honestly, what has he? What has he done that really you should be upset about? He he got upset about calls for one football game in his NFL career. Oh boy! After the game, you know what? He had enough. All right, for one game. Other than that, what what has he done that would make him unlikable? And don't don't tell me off the field stuff from his family. That's not that has nothing to do with him. On the field, he like, only did one thing. He just did that one thing after the Buffalo game one time. Even on the field, there's no other moment in which he was like, unless you're, I mean, I guess if you're a Bears fan, you could hate him after he counted on his fingers the number of picks. But, I mean, come on. You made that pick. And also they hated Trubisky, so why are you mad at Mahomes? Because your organization made a wretched pick at quarterback. That is in no way their responsibility. But the villain stuff is, it's. I think sometimes it's hard when you generally aren't that Like, I don't think, I think Tom Brady kind of like, when I was talking about Darth Vader, I think he kind of like, he soaked that in quick. Like, he kind of loved it. I don't think Mahomes is like, I love being the villain. I think he's realized that he is the villain. He's like, okay, well, you want me to be the bad guy? I'll be the bad guy for you. Well, it, so what? And the quote that you were referencing a minute or two ago was him saying, like, look, if, if we're going to be the villain, you know, we, we're going to try to at least have fun with it. And, I don't, and yeah. it wasn't necessarily a shot at the Patriots, but basically, like, hey, if we're going to be that team for the next decade that everybody hates, we're going to at least try to have some fun and joke yeah. about it versus being like either ticked off or like taking it so seriously. It sounds like he's going to have some fun with it, and that was his way. The clip we played was his way of having fun with it. How about Travis Kelsey? He also was on stage, people booing him for a variety of reasons, whatever it is, Taylor Swift most notably, yeah. I would assume. Listen to this sequence last night. And uh, it's, it's been absolute. <laughs> Y'all are firing me up. Make me want to play right now, baby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I love the booze more than I love the cheers, baby. Keep them coming, Niners gang. Keep them coming. 
that's what Pick I mean by louder. that's what I mean by having fun with it. Like that that's the kind of stuff you got you got to have fun with it. You know, it's the same, you know, we we've heard that sequence a little bit. I can't remember who the former Cowboys player was at the NFL draft, not in Kansas City, but the year prior. Oh yeah, he got booted. He and he just had fun with it. He's like, you got that's how you have to approach it. I think. Well, and I think if you look at this, was a question about the team. Not that they could never play in the road, but in the postseason, right? Road atmospheres, hostile, and I think what we learned with the Chiefs is they really do like that. I think I can't remember which former player it was that we had on like a week ago. He said, he's like, the thing you don't think about it is sometimes you think about it making your job harder. He's like, but atmospheres like that make you want to play. When it is loud and it is raucous and you're an offense, you're like, this is fun. And I love the atmosphere. Kelsey seems to be living into that best moment situation, which I can't blame. I did think it was someone tried to ask him last night. They said, Hey, do you think about more than one ring? And he's like, I'm worried about this ring. As in, like, sure, you know, sure, ring. yeah. But he did admit he's gotten a preview of the album. Well, of course, he's so. already heard the new album that comes out in April. Well, why? Well, of course, he would. You, you, don't, you don't think I've never dated a musician? Oh, like, you I don't, don't, know what that's you like. don't think that somebody that you're dating for multiple months now that you're obviously Fires very serious about, and they're in a career, and you don't think somebody's getting a sneak peek Do you think that that's an in-person play, or do you think she would trust Travis Kelsey with a link, like an encrypted link, so that he couldn't share? What do you do? My guess is she had it on her phone, and she played it for him. I don't think it was I think it's an in-person. I don't don't think you send it. Yeah, I don't don't think it was as official. I don't don't think he, like, went in the studio with her. I think she had clearly the album already on her phone, and and she said, hey, I've been working on this. What do you think? And obviously he's going to say it's great, and it probably is going to be great. She said you've been working on it for two years. Do you still think there's a track about him? No. No, I thought we agreed that the only way he gets a track about him is, unfortunately, if something goes bad and it ends in three years. Sometimes I can write tracks about nice things. Well, she changed the lyric of uh, Karma, right, at one of the concerts, the one in Sao Paulo, Brazil. She had that one line she switched, like, Karma is the guy of the Chiefs or whatever. Yeah, she did. Here we are on Radio Road talking about Taylor Swift. Never in a million years. There's a lot of things I didn't expect. Here we are. About, I never thought I'd be talking about Taylor Swift. I also didn't think Road. I'd ever be talking about the Royals handing out $300 million exactly. contracts. It's so. just, anything, Great news. Anything's possible these days. I mean, honestly, you cannot say anything. You know what? I've decided. We talked about you getting on the apps. Not only should you get on the apps, oh only look for tens. Go live your best life, you know? <laughs> only look for tens. I only mean, only people who professionally model. That's that's the only people you can look for. The problem is on, on Tinder, especially in Vegas, if they're what we would consider to be a 10, it's probably a fake profile or it's an escort. That's the problem. Probably is. Is that a no for you? No, I mean, I, that's fine. You want, you, you want me to – I downloaded Tinder. I can set up the profile I'll again make if a, you would like. I, so, again, I'm willing to blur it out with some highlights of what their profile say. I think it would be nice if we got on there later for you. And took a look, especially after we hear from Tommy and you hear his advice. We can, we can get on the apps. We can okay. do that. It's on there. You're going to log in, it looks like, but yeah. that's fine. Don't show people your login. You said Tinder and Bumble. Bumble. Those will be the two. To yeah. try to expand your reach. Tinder and Bumble, yeah. We're not going to waste our time on Hinge. It takes too long, I feel like, to develop. That's a, that's a more serious oh. dating app, you know? You oh. might be able to oh, find a 10 on Tinder because it's Vegas. Tinder's and, just trashy no and where you're at. Oh. Tinder in <laughs> Vegas just seems, uh, yeah. A t- tender in Vegas it seems like an, an adventure, that's for sure. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry. A lot, of people, at, a lot of people were asking about you, too, man. A lot of people, were, people were asking about you, whether or not you fulfilled your bet that you owe this show, it's whether or not we went in there. Last okay. night, I'll be honest, yesterday. It's opening we, night last night. Just not that anybody should feel bad, but honestly, we, didn't have, we did not have a chance to do uh, anything like that last night. We, we went straight from our show and out to opening night, and then it was already late at that point. So, no, we have not had a chance to, to uh, partake in any extra entertainment options, I should say. And then say. we bet at the casino, something that we also need to talk Do you want to talk about that now? We can. We can. So 
we will put out a video of it here in a little while on our social media channels. But when we got back to the hotel after opening night and stuff, I don't know what was it, nine o'clock or something at that point, Vegas time. That sounds and, right. And we decided, look, Bobby Wood Jr. had a special day yesterday. You know, he signed this massive contract. Can we get a big payday as well? And how are you going to do that in Vegas, Drew? You know, you're going you're gonna to see if you can't hit it big. We weren't playing slots. We said, let's put some money on number seven. A long shot bet. Bobby Wood Jr. Cody's like, let's do number seven. It was his big day yesterday. And so we said, okay, so we'll put the video. And so we went to play some roulette, and Cody and I are playing number seven. And what does Drew say? He goes, I'm not going to play seven. You're going to play what? Number 13. And why 13? I couldn't do 87. I said, why not do Taylor Taylor Swift? Fine. So Drew plays 13 while Cody and I are playing Bobby Wood Jr.'s number seven. And on the second spin, (laughs) the second spin playing roulette, what number hits? 13. So Drew hits 13. And he wants 200 bucks or whatever. Drew won a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, man. That was nice. And and meanwhile, seven uh, hit on the roulette table next to us, not the one we were playing on, of course. You know, by the way, times. I think one of those we could have hit seven on had you just gotten to the ATM faster. I had a ball of cash. We missed it. We missed it by like five minutes. How did you come to Vegas with that cash already on you? Well, I, I brought always, my cash I, I to Vegas. No, I just I, like I know the ATM fee sucks. Like eight ninety nine, by the way. My goodness. Um, but yeah, no, I just pull out cash here. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to carry uh, a bunch of cash on me unless I know I'm going to spend it. It's so easy. To, I mean, ATMs here. I, I didn't need to carry eight hundred dollars, six hundred dollars cash or something. Like I just that. brought cash. That seemed like the easier play, so I didn't have to hit up the ATM. No, I mean that's, that's smart. That's smart. God, I could not. I'm. I'm like. I can't believe it hit for Drew, of all things. We were happy for him. We tried to play Bobby Wood Jr.'s number, but he hit 13. Now, we don't have Drew's reaction on the video because, as you guys know, if you you gamble, you can't can't be videoing uh, right at the the table. I did secretly record a wheel spinning for a minute. We'll we'll put out the video at least a little bit for those of you that that check out. Congrats, Drew. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. So now now that's the money you can use for when we go to uh, other entertainment options, Drew. Yes, absolutely. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> he says, he says oh, is your, what, would your wife be upset if we went to Cheetos or something? Uh, I, I don't think she would be. No, I don't think she would. Hard to say. Uh, yeah, That's one of those beg forgiveness. You know, ask. I've never, I've never asked her. If, I've You've never been. been I've never been in this situation where I've had to ask her. Hey, is it all right if I? I've never. No, we've established since, since it. We've been, been. Since we've been together, That's yeah, right. I, there is. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. We did see the library. We did drive uh, by it. Way, yes. We did drive by it. You can yeah. see from the you can see from the highway, on multiple drives in. I know we can get back to that stuff in just a minute. And of course, our big game coverage is brought to you by Community America. Big game coverage by Community America is the proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card, at ChiefsChecking.com. Gold, you had pointed out something last week that I think I just kind of ignored because I was I'll be honest, I was a little bit kind of lost in the excitement over. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl again. We can be excited over that and nothing more, right? And then I realized the thing that now Matt Nagy has spoken about and you had mentioned to me too, which is, oh, the Chiefs didn't score in the second half again. And I didn't notice because they won, unlike in the regular season when they lost a lot of those games when they were unable to put points on the board. I'm a little worried that the not scoring in the second half thing is back because they've been more likely to not score than to score. So what happened against Baltimore that kept them from doing that other than Andy probably ramped it down a little, but that can't explain all your offensive problems. Right. I, I don't think you can say 100% of it was just them taking their foot off the gas and leaning into the best defense in, in football. I, I think some of it uh, still is 
what this offense is this year, guys. I mean, it is the 13th rated or so offense in football. It doesn't have the, the quick strike ability on a consistent basis that we're normally used to seeing. And so if you're a middle-of-the-road offense, you're going to have halves or quarters where you struggle. And then if you do have a lead with this defense, that's where the conservative nature comes in, into play. I tend to think that on, on Sunday uh, this will be another lower-scoring game. And so I, I don't know if they are going to have to put up multiple touchdowns in the second half. But, yeah, I think that, that goes into put something what, what, up in the second half. what could crop up again as an issue uh, for this team. You know, the second half, uh, this past week, it wasn't that suddenly drops happened. But could there be some problems with drops, penalties, turnovers, and things like that? That's another thing that I, I still, if you're asking what I'm concerned about on Sunday, if that stuff creeps back into this offense – but, uh, yeah, let's not act like this offense is completely fixed. They're, they're playing a hell of a lot better. They're getting off the quick starts. Um, we mentioned earlier, uh, I think yesterday, the, the stat about Super Bowls, and I think it's 60% of the time the first team to score in a Super Bowl wins, except the two Super Bowl wins for Kansas City. They didn't score first, ironically enough. Yeah, I will say this. All those stats, I have started to ignore them only to the Chiefs. The yeah. Chiefs seem to be curse breakers in that regard. I can't remember how many times last year we're like, hey, you can't both – Win MVP and win the Super Bowl hasn't happened since X number one. The only know, like, there's a lot of that in Mahomes' history. The only difference is some of the hey trailing stuff was thinking this offense was you know when they were a top five offense. You sure. know, and so la- last year this offense was better. I mean, I-, I saw one of the one of the bookmakers here in town. I don't know if it was who it was Caesars or somebody. They said last year's Chiefs team. If if the, this year's Chiefs team was playing last year's Chiefs team, even though this defense is way better, last year's Chiefs team would be a three point favorite over this year's Chiefs team. And I can't argue with that. The one last, good last news year's team is, is was better. last year's is last year's Eagles team better than this year's 49ers team? My answer is no. Right, I think the 49ers, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But I think that maybe that's the difference, right? The good news is about it is that if this team is three points worse than last year's team, well, then the 49ers might have been a three-point underdog against last year's Eagles Absolutely. team. So that might keep itself as a wash. The one thing I've tried to be really protective of over this, because like the, the not scoring the second half really concerns me, is I fell into the same trap other people did too, which is, no, this team's worse than last year's team. That's an easy thing to say just on its premise. But, boy, it is hard to quantify when you're talking about this. the number one defense. I know the offense is worse, but is it a worse team? Like, it depends on – to me, it's the same argument last year, which is, well, how well is the offense playing? Like, it comes down to that second half scoring. Because when the offense in the first couple of games in this playoff, this team's just as good as last year's team because they got an elite-level defense and they were playing good offense again. Really good offense. Like, top five in the league-level offense. If – but that's how last year's defense was. It was mediocre the whole year. Postseason clicked around gold, and what did they do? Started playing great defense again. I understand they can't, I don't think, they can win a Super Bowl like the way they won it last year, which was a shootout. They had to go toe for toe. They had to put a bunch of points on the board, and they needed every damn last one of them. I would prefer it be a 20-17 to 17 game or whatever version of those we've gotten earlier in the postseason. But I still think they've got to get something on the board in the second half. Relying on just shutting down an offense with those number of weapons and Kyle Shanahan at the helm for the entire stretch, I don't feel great about that. Well, especially since the Niners have shown this postseason to be a second-half team. You know, they've dug themselves these big holes, and then in the second half where they scored 27 unanswered against the Detroit Lions last week. Something like that. Uh, but, it, but if Kansas City uh, is up at halftime, then, then it probably changes it. Now, if it's, a, if it's a tie game or they're only up three, then I would agree with you. Clearly, Kansas City's going to have to score in the second half. But if they're fortunate to have a – 
10-plus point lead, could they get by without scoring with this defense? Probably. Nobody feels great about that anytime I tell you a football game in which your team's not going to score in the second half. You're obviously thinking, uh, well, that's, uh, that's a major danger zone. It, all, it just depends <laughs> how. Up 30 to are, nothing. are they having a dominant first-half performance or something like that? But, yes, I, I would be surprised if either of these teams can win the game on Sunday without scoring points in the second half. Absolutely. I guess that's the good news. The Chiefs are just as good at holding people from scoring in the second half. Yeah, as bad seven points or less. they are at scoring. Yeah, and they've done that, and I think that for a while people were trying to qualify. Look at the people they're facing. You can't say that about this postseason. They face the second, fourth, or second, third, and sixth highest scoring offenses from the regular season. Or no, sorry, third, fourth, and sixth. The second highest is the team they're getting ready to face in the San Francisco 49ers. So you can't argue anymore that that's the case. We're live here in Vegas. Thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's Order Online for the big game this weekend. Save $3 off any large or family-sized pizza with promo code 610. And by Shelter Insurance, an insurance company you can trust. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. Alex Gold, Cody Tapp, Drew Nixon with you here from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. And coming up next, we'll get back to the Royals a little bit. J.J. Piccolo, the general manager, executive vice president, joins us exclusively here on 610 to talk about the massive contract extension, the biggest one in Royals history to Bobby Witt Jr. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 